Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to the Kudzu Radio Hour once again. This is Kudzu Radio Hour number 141, recorded on Saturday, February 20th, 2021. My, how time flies when you're having a good time, right? Got a real good program, I believe, lined up for you today. Uh, in just a little while, I will be joined by my three partners in crime two of whom are in Texas and one in Massachusetts. And uh, we're going to talk about later on, we're gonna talk about songs that have a great chorus, but maybe less than stellar lyrics in the verses. Yeah, I actually had to think on this one a little bit. Oh my gosh, I hate it when I have to think, right? Well, we want to say uh, thank you to our sponsors, as always. The program is uh, brought to you by uh, Springer Mountain Farms in Georgia. Springer Mountain Farms, uh, they do chicken right, man. Fresh chicken responsibly raised on family farms with no antibiotics, no hormones, no steroids, no animal byproducts ever. You can get more information or order online at springermountain.com. Not only is Springer Mountain Chicken healthier for you, but it also tastes superior. It really does. Uh, they get the magic touch on chicken, baby. If you love chicken, it's Springer Mountain Farms all the way. The program is also brought to you this week by the Box Masters. A groovy little rock and roll band based out in Los Angeles uh, features uh, a guy named Bud Thornton on drums, who's also known as Billy Bob Thornton, whose day job is doing movies and winning Oscars and Golden Globes. But at heart, he's a rock and roll drummer, songwriter, singer, and um, the latest album, Light Rays, I believe is probably their best one yet. And they've put out a bunch of good ones over the past 12 or 13 years. This is really, really good. Uh, you need to go on over and uh, visit theboxmasters.com. And uh, you can order Light Rays on vinyl or CD or download or all three of the above. Plus you can order stickers, holographic stickers, ashtrays uh shot glasses box masters t-shirts and all sorts of groovy things at theboxmasters.com be sure to follow them on the box masters official on instagram or jd keeps that thing hopping all the time there's all sorts of pictures current and past and it's just lots of fun so follow them on Instagram, if you would. Sometime this weekend, I will be posting the new issue of Kudzu Magazine. Kudzu Magazine number 41. Uh, it's got a cover story interview with Freddie Salem of the Outlaws. Uh, we dug into the archive for a classic Kudzu interview with Muscle Shoals, Alabama songwriter, Peanut Montgomery, who just wrote tons of hits for George Jones, Tanya Tucker, and many more. Um, 
just a great guy. And golly, it was years ago when we did, we visited and did that interview, at least 10 years. Well, uh, we just pulled it out and we're presenting it again um, for your enjoyment, hopefully. There's also an interview with yours truly by a guy named Tony Pichar. And uh, he uh, was kind enough to interview me and ask about my books and music, etc. So hopefully, uh, hopefully you guys will enjoy that. Um, there's also articles on unreleased albums as well as uh, articles on some records you may have missed, but you need to check out. Loads of CD reviews, DVD, DVD reviews, book reviews, uh, recipes, the TV uh, column that I do called Couch Potato about whatever I've been watching on TV the past month or two. Southern Accents is back with a new column, as is the column Big A Nose with Anthony Richardson. And uh, also... Electra and the Rock and Roll Health Chick, always a good read. We have a list of the many, many musicians and entertainers we lost in 2020. Uh, sort of a tribute. Well, not sort of. It is a tribute to all of them. Also, in this issue, we uh, present uh, formally, formerly, not formally, form formally. Okay. Let me try that. Can you say that? Can you say formally? Formally present uh, the Rock and uh, Southern Rock Hall, not the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, the Southern Rock Hall of Fame, uh, class of 2020. Let us know what you think. Uh, also, please visit the Ambassador of Southern Rock channel on YouTube for interviews, features, and more, if you would. Um, be sure to let us know what you think. Write us at kudzumag at yahoo.com and be sure to spell it K-U-D-Z-O-O-M-A-G, kudzumag at yahoo.com. We would love to hear from you, suggestions, uh, points of view, uh, agreements, disagreements, love letters, tweets, emails, anything. We just love to hear from you. And we do appreciate everybody that listens to the podcast. Yeah, big, big time, big time. Well, we're going to kick the program off today with some blues. How about that? Um, there is a uh, three CD box set that just came out. It's called Down Home Blues, Miami, Atlanta, and the South Southern. Can I do that again? It's called Down Home Blues, Miami, Atlanta, and the Southeastern States box, box set. Tons of tracks on there, including some of the earliest sides from Ray Charles. But what we're going to play today is a gentleman named Curly Weaver. There's several on there by Curly Weaver. And I really like this one. It's called Brown Skin Woman, baby. So we're going to play this, and we're going to be back with the whole hee haw game. Y'all stick around. Thanks for listening. Well, 
Whilst I loved a brown skinned woman, I loved her, it was true. Whilst I loved a brown skinned woman, I loved her, it was true. She was a dirty double crosser. She mistreated me, now I am too. Brown skin woman, brown skin woman, know that you done me wrong. Brown skin woman, brown skin woman, know that you done me wrong. I got hate in my heart, cause you made me leave my happy home. Your day now, brown skin woman. Be mine someday. Your day now, brown skin woman. Be mine someday. You be want my loving, darling, but it will be too late. Play a thing now, boy. Your freedom, black woman. Trouble I had a great long time. You had your freedom, black woman. Trouble I had a great long time. You wouldn't write me no letter. Wouldn't send me a lousy dime. Wait one time, boy. Let me brown again. That's a good way to kick off the program there with a little bit of blues from a compilation album called Down Home Blues, Miami, Atlanta, and the Southeastern States box set. And the gentleman's name is Curly Weaver. And I just love that song, Brown Skin Woman. Hallelujah. Good blues. And I'll tell you, that box set is wonderful. It has some of the uh, earliest tracks by young Ray Charles on there as well. So, I mean, it's really killer. But anyway, that's some blues to kick it off. Uh, so, please join me in welcoming to the program. You know them, you love them, you can't live without them. Uh, from somewhere formerly of Austin and now living in Whoville is Billy Eli. Hello, Buff. How are y'all today? Hey, pretty good, brother. Good to see you here. You How's know. everything in Sparkle City? You know, it's finer than snuff and not half as dusty. 
<laughs> man, I'm going to tell you what. It is fine. It is fine. Fine, fine. Everything's going good. We're all very hopeful. You know, everybody's uh, starting to live again, you know, and lots of people have gotten their vaccines and they're like, okay, I'm 10 foot solid bulletproof now. So, yeah. I get my, I get my second one on Monday. Yeah, man. I'm looking. I get my first one uh, next Friday. Uh, so, anyway, it might be my first. It might be my only. It depends on. I might be getting the one where you only have one shot, uh, which was, you know, it's kind of like would, my life. That would be good. It's like my life story. I always just get one shot. But also, welcome to the program from the frozen tundra. Of Austin, baby. Of Austin <laughs> Texas. <laughs> Patrick Tap Dancing Beach. What's going on, bud? Jim the Fate Hempel. Hey, man. Hey, y'all. How's what it you, going? We call Jim good, the Fate. Good looking hat, Jim. I like Thank that. You. I like that stocking cap. Yes. I haven't gotten over the, the frigid weather yet, even though it's a little warmer today. You got You got a real street look going, man. It's great. Yeah, well, you know. You do I, grew look, up on the mean, I grew up on the mean streets of State Center, Iowa. So. <laughs> right. Yeah, you you got so a slug in your leg. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's a slug, man. Yeah. Right, maybe I'll maybe I'll put my hood up so I'll look like Eminem. There Is you that, go. That, 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 that. <laughs> Actually, you look more like the Unabomber. Um, <laughs> yeah. Or or that guy that they kept chasing away from hanging out by Pizzo Mirror. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, sorry, man. You you can't hang out here dressed like that. For real, though. For real. Uh, all right, man. Uh, we would at this point we would cue the theme music had we, if we had any, for the high fidelity uh, portion of our program. And there is a um, uh, today's question. Today's question, and I'm just gonna call on one of you at a time and. Just give me a song, okay? A great song about being on the road as a musician. Oh God, really, Patrick oh, Beach? <laughs> well, of course, on the road again. Uh, like a band of gypsies. Yeah. Um, oh, oh there's that? a there's a drama rama song. Uh, damn it, I can't remember the name of it. I remember that. Well, I'm going to go with a band on the road. Well, anybody on the road, anybody on the road, even a, even, okay. a, you know, uh, even a dead armadillo, even a, even okay. a hit pedestrian. Yeah. Even uh, a hit pedestrian. Well, there's always horse with no name, but I'm going to go with 18 wheels of love by drive by truckers. All it's right. about, it's about Patterson Hood's stepdad. His mom married a truck yeah. driver. Yep. So there, I there you we go. Can all, we, we can always count on you to uh, show love for the truckers, man. You betcha. That's me. That's my now, job. Tru the trucker's friend. Trucker, the trucker's friend. <laughs> the trucker's friend. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, uh, yeah that's cool. Uh, Jim. Oh man, this is hard because I really don't like on the road rock band songs. Yeah, me that's, me why I wear, that's why me I neither. said really. <laughs> I mean, I could me name neither. a bunch of them I don't like. I'm gonna go obscure, uh, and this kind of qualifies. And it's a song called "Chicago Seemed Tired Last Night" by the Hold Steady. Uh, so, uh, what the, 
I don't what know the, the song, but that's a, still a great choice. It's a great I choice, not, although I've never heard of them or the song. <laughs> I did not expect them to come up this soon, but take it but, away, Jim. <laughs> but anyway, uh, talking about, you know, how, uh, you know, they played Chicago the night before and the crowd seemed tired and it, it you know, it's it's a song I like and it's close enough to a band on the road song that I'm going to say it qualifies. So check them out. If you haven't, the hold steady is a, a, a one of my favorite bands of the past 10 years. Um, they sound like a, a classic rock band fronted by a hyper literate and hyperactive front man who it sounds like a Roman Catholic dude who grew up in Minneapolis and went to uh, Boston university and was an English lit major, probably because that's what they are. <laughs> okay. the, the world's greatest bar band. Uh, All right. yeah. a, a great bar band with a, with a talk singer that uh, is, you know, has, as, as, as I heard said once before, man, there's a lot of words in those lyrics. <laughs> well, I try to switch this up every week because it's like, uh, whoever goes last has got a whole lot of extra time to think about it. So Billy, go ahead. <laughs> okay. Man. And like, and like Jim, I don't really care for, I don't really much care for, you know, uh, band on the road songs and of course the obvious ones are you know turn the page and i've heard said even running on mp falls into this category but i'm going with an obscure obscure song well-known singer uh bobby bear had a song yay on a on an album that he did called drunken crazy yeah the song was called i gotta get rid of this band and he's and he goes through all the he goes out through all the guys in the mm. band and, and like the, the 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 verse about we got a honky tonkin' pretty boy playing lead guitar and the girls don't realize that I'm a star. And he he goes through he goes through all of that and talking about you know the the uh the different personalities in his in his road band, the uh the natural, the natural guy that doesn't shower and only eats nature food. <laughs> it's a, yeah. So, uh, I got, I, I got to get rid of this band. That's yeah. That's my on the road. Michael, cool. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta give you a little extra time because I need to make a last minute substitution. This is so okay. stupid because the band that Jim and I are in have played this song, Indianapolis. Stuck oh, in yeah, Indianapolis man. with yeah. a fuel Another pump that's deceased by the bottle rockets. Right, it's a great yeah. song. Great, great yeah. song. I tell you what, man. Uh, the if if the if everything else in that song had gone to hell, the uh, the first two lines and that the first three lines about the got a toe from a guy toe from a Joe, guy named Joe, and he, he told me about a sex offense, put him three days in jail. <laughs> Well, man, stuck in Indianapolis. Know, hope I live to tell the tale. I, I must know about 20 guys that's happened. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wow. Well, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to wrap it up by saying that, uh, as usual, I had like three pop into my head. So what the fuck? Well, you know, nobody's Two all three of them, man. Nobody's mine, was, mine was short. That's what she said. Uh, <laughs> they, oh, sorry. I'm I so sorry. I couldn't I help it. 
yeah, mm. God, uh, man, mm. and see, and this is in like happy hour. I, I knew I should have. I don't have. Jo- pa- I don't have power over the mute. I button. knew I should have talked to Joy Parrish this morning. I should have never done. <laughs> no, it. you shouldn't have done it. Man. Never uh, talked to him before. You had to be on the radio. Songs about being on the road. Okay, how about the loadout by Jackson Brown? Sure. Um, and one that I always loved was McCartney and Wings Band on the Run. And I actually, you know, actually loved this other one when it was out uh, as a single. Grand Funk, We're an American Band. Well, everybody loves Cheetahs and Omaha. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Come on, dudes. Let's get it on. Let's come on, dude. And, but, man, I'm kind of surprised you didn't know. Uh, I'm just kind of surprised you didn't go with a Southern rock one. I would have thought you would have done Skinner's What's Your Name. Exactly. Uh, It went through my mind, and I'm like, with the Kudzu Radio Hour, I am trying to live out my first book, which was my memoir called Prisoner of Southern Rock. Oh, and you're trying to escape. (laughs) Escape it, at least during these things that we do. And, um, Cause God knows I've got a YouTube channel for that. I got a magazine for that, all that kind of stuff. And that's all but, well and good, but there's so but, much more to life. Yeah. But I mean, really, I mean, is there any, is there any way really that you could talk about Molly Hatchet too much? Uh, yeah. 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 There is. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I'm going with Jim on this, man. He's been to college. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's right. Yes. Yeah, um, <laughs> Oh, well, yeah. All right. Then, uh, recommendations. Dun, 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 dun. Recommendations. I don't have any. Billy don't have let, any. Let, let me go. Let me go first. I don't have any. Okay. That's good. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, um, Pat's got mine. <laughs> you know what? I do. Pat, I do. Pat's <laughs> got mine. Pat, you can have I mine. Do. <laughs> Pat, you, well, get uh, to, you get to do two. Go ahead, Pat. Billy. Billy recommends this is our story. This is our song, which was a, which is a two part. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a documentary, two part documentary on PBS. It was on this week uh, about the black church in America hosted and narrated and written by Henry Louis Gates from Harvard university. Now I'm not uh, particularly religious, nor am I particularly black, but I do love history. And this was a fascinating look at, at, at how uh, church and, and black spirituality completely uh, informed uh, the black experience in America from uh, 1619 rather to yesterday. And in addition to it being historically informative, it's got a ton of amazing music, just killer music, some great, some great clips, uh, for instance, from Aretha, and, uh, and wonderful descriptions of how the styles of music was oftentimes influenced by the style of worship within those churches. You wouldn't hear the same music at, at an AME church as you would at a Black Pentecostal church, for instance. So uh, you, can, you can see it online on the, on the PBS site. This is our story. This is our song, Black Church in America. And the one I want to recommend, because that was Billy's, is a great documentary film from about 10 years ago called Anvil, the story of Anvil. It's about a hard rock band from the early 80s from Quebec. 
and they were just this close to making it. Everybody on the scene loved them. Lars from uh, Metallica is in it, talking about how great they were and how you know all he wanted to do was play like their drummer. The decades go by, they get left behind, and uh, they're working crap jobs. And they have a uh, somebody finds them in Europe and puts together like a thirty some day tour for them in Europe, and of course, it's a disaster. And, Spoiler uh, alert! It's it, a disaster. Yes, it's a disaster. <laughs> wow! Wow! It is, uh, wow! A tour is, of a metal band went off the rails. Who's going to see is, that come? It is true life spinal tap because these guys are really sweet and really dumb, and all they want to do is play music, and nobody's getting any younger. You know, they're all in their fifties. The the main guy is working food service, and he just desperately, desperately desperately wants to make it the parallels to spinal tap are just eerie and you can uh you can get you can get it on amazon for four bucks yeah it's been a long time since i've seen it but speaking of parallels to spinal tap and i might be misremembering so i think pat you've recently seen it again isn't the drummer's name actually rob reiner Yes, it is. Spinal Tap's <laughs> drummer's name is actually yeah. Rob Reiner. Yeah, with so, two Bs, you know. two Bs, two Bs. Reiner, yeah, my, my my younger son had my younger son, the Shredder, had never seen it, so we watched it the other night because did we he, had quite a lot like of time it? to watch it. But he loved it. He loved it. Yeah, it is okay, hilarious. And, you should see it. And I, and I have a question. Uh, so, shredding metal bands uh, at what age? Is you know it too old to continue to pursue that dream? Are you too old? <laughs> and 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 was Kevin Dubrow's suicidal overdose because he was losing his hair? Twenty eight <laughs> and yes. Twenty eight. Twenty eight. Twenty eight and, and yes. yes. And yes. Well, yeah. the way the way a lot of, a lot of goes a lot of those guys live their lifestyle. Uh, you know, they they come with an expiration date on their careers. Uh huh. Yeah. You know, man. I mean, that, that's the thing. Uh, is you know, more than any other musicians I've known that work in any other genre, man. I mean, those guys see the the that excesses of that lifestyle as a yep. as a like a, as a major gear toward getting yeah. you yeah. know it, it it's not it's not that they fell into drugs and booze because they were on the road all the time they fell into that thinking that's what you had to do to go off the road <laughs> or, or you know man yeah or like the it, dude says like the dude says in spinal tap i could i could probably do without the rock and roll as long as there were still sex and drugs <laughs> <You know? laughs> right right yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, exactly. You know, or I could work in a haberdasher. Yeah. <laughs> I'm afraid we're out of that size. <laughs> hey, size eight? Yeah, we have that. Well, no, sorry. <laughs> well, uh, Billy, when you mentioned that about age, it got me to really the gears running in my mind about so many of the bands that I admired because, you know, I've gotten older and they've gotten older. And they're like all these guys that are over 70 and we won't even talk about the stones, <laughs> but you know, it's like, uh, you know, at what age, you know, do you think people should stop? Uh, well, I, I, I think it depends on, you know I mean? I, I think it depends on the person. It depends on what their motivation was for doing it in the first place. Yeah. Uh, 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 
you know, an argument can be made that the Stones, and I, and as, as everybody on this panel knows, man, they're, they're one of my favorite bands of all time. Big but time, uh, yeah. an argument can be made, man, that they're not really, you know, they're not really a band anymore. They're running a business and, and going out and doing that stuff. I mean, when they do anything, when, when they go, you know, when they make a, when Keith does a, makes a demo on his porch, it generates millions of dollars that, you know, and, and you can't take that out of it. And, uh, you know, I, I, that's, uh, so, you know, that's one motivation. And, and, and then there's, you know, other people that are motivated, uh, more about, you know, what they're creating. Uh, it's not my style of music, but I won't tell them online chat with uh jad fair from half japanese y'all know that man oh yeah and uh you know and and those guys are not you know they're just about what they're creating that you know if they get paid great they don't well i'm doing this anyway you know so i think it depends on what your i think it depends on what your motivation is we play a kind of music that's actually uh that's actually kind of front user friendly to you know to getting older i think if we were shredders if we we're the same kind of shredders that we are you know the whatever you call the music we play uh i think we'd still be shredding i don't think we'd still be wearing fucking spandex man. <laughs> or, you know, I don't think we'd be wearing bicycle pants and still trying to have poodle hair. I can't uh, imagine Buff or Patrick being able to pull poodle, poodle please, hair off at this point. Please, please don't. I used to. Oh, yeah. I, I had it. I had it. I had it. Yeah, well, I, yeah. you know, and, but again, I mean, that that gets into the thing of are you are you are you pursuing something, you know, the creative end of it or do you like the trappings it's best summed up i got i knew one time who summed it up like this this guy i met in north carolina he said uh you know uh you, you get some guys men that are that are you know serious about their their musicianship and their uh to what whatever level it's at they're they're creative they're they're you know they're they're engaged in it and they want to play with other people that are, are like them. And then you got some guys that just like to have long hair. Let me allow me to uh, expound for a second <clears throat> on that. I, if you look at my Facebook page, the uh, profile picture I've got up is from 1986. Uh, I had, I had my friend, Larry always called it my Bush. I had like basically what, uh, pretty much an afro yeah, yeah well, no, it wasn't it wasn't pretty much one it was, it <laughs> and was you know one. i wondered why my hair was always so kinky and then when i got on ancestry and found out that one of my relatives was indeed african-american i uh you know i got oh that that explains it the only bad part was that oh okay so that can i say that the only bad part was the hair was the only thing i got from him um <sighs> Yeah. Anyway, I would I would like would like to inherit the other traits. Um, the um, where were we? Oh, Jim never has done his. I have not. We, that we, was a, that was Billy a little went, bit of a Billy tangent, but it was fun. A tangent. What, 
Well, I wasn't a tangent. I answered your question. It was just a really long answer. <laughs> uh, that's what she said. Jim, recommendation? I've got two, two. YouTube YouTube series. Oh, wow. The, the, the first one is, uh, you know, I think the first one is, I think we have the pandemic to thank for this particular one because I can't imagine this being done other than the pandemic. The pandemic gave birth to this and it is weird and it's at times really wonderful. And it's one of the, it's hosted by one of the most unlikely couples in rock and roll history. And it's called Toya and Robert's Sunday Lunch. Toya being uh, Toya Wilcox. Yeah. A British pop star who never was very big in the United States, but was pretty big in England. And her husband, Robert, who is Robert Fripp of King Crimson. Oh, is, oh yeah, is, man. I invented Fripper's Tonics. Is married, is married to Toya Wilcox. I had no idea. I did not know this until I started watching Toya and Robert's Sunday Lunch, uh, a weekly YouTube series where they do really, I mean, it usually consists of Robert Fripp seated, of course, playing yeah. something on guitar and Toya very boisterously singing songs like Rebel Yell and Sweet Child of Mine. There's well, one, there's nice. one where she's in like a cheerleader outfit or something. She's, she she <laughs> has several in the cheerleader outfit. She like still is. She she's yes. She's still. Yes. Anyway, uh, <laughs> it's just it's just I mean, uh, you know, and I love Fripp's guitar playing. I'm not a huge King Crimson guy, but I, I mean, he is. He makes Bowie's Scary Monsters album mm -hmm. for me. Absolutely, uh, absolutely. He, yes, he does sir. great atmospheric stuff on Blondie's uh, Parallel Lines album on a song called Fade Away and Radiate. He just does such great stuff on that. And to see him seated playing the opening riff to Sweet Child of Mine with his wife next to him bouncing around and singing it like a like a female British 62-year-old Axl Rose is really, it's really, <laughs> like I said, I didn't know they were married until I started watching this. And it's, it's and they're mostly real short segments um, and they come out once a week and they're just bizarre as hell. And it's one bright thing to have come out of the pandemic. I don't think I, 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 I stumbled across those a couple of weeks ago. And I have to confess, I never, ever would have suspected Robert Fripp had a scintilla of whimsy in him. You know? yeah, really? Uh, well, you know, I was, I was a fan of Toya in, uh, in the in the 80s. Oh, I remember in Waxy Facts in Atlanta, we went in there and bought like some... Uh, 10 inch records that she had done. I was mm -hmm. so into her and Elena Lovitch and, um, hell, who was that other, uh, that other punk girl from, from Germany. Um, I forget her name, but anyway, uh, Nina Hagen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We were getting into all kinds of stuff, but toy, I always liked her. I just had, I could never put her together with Fripp. I mean, I got all mm -hmm. those Fripp and Eno albums, right? And yeah, sure. I think those things are brilliant. And, um, Fripp. He also did a he also did a great song with Daryl Hall called "You Burn Me Up, I'm a Cigarette" that is just <laughs> freaking fantastic, and I believe that uh, Daryl did that 
on the uh, the live at Daryl's house episode with Cheap Trick. I think they yeah. did. Yeah. Oh, he was, did. Yes, I remember that. Terrific. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. But yeah. that was he, originally a, a Fripp Hall collaboration. Daryl Hall and Robert Fripp, which is wow. a little different than Daryl Hall and John Oates, who might show up di- later. A in, little in different. My, uh, in, in, <laughs> answer, in answer to the, the original question, uh, and all of the people that we're talking that, that just got mentioned, you know, and Cheap Jerk and Daryl, and all, well, all those guys are still working at a craft, man. I mean, you know, they're they're really famous now, but they've they've really kind of stopped being rock stars, you know. They're they're more like working players, and and uh, that was what this was originally about. The question was about right was do you right. age out or, or yeah. And I, I don't think you ever age out of being creative, or being a musician, or being an artist. If you know, if that was your initial. If that was your initial motivation and inspiration to do this, you know, if if it was about being a rock star or a performance thing, then probably you move on to something else. Yeah. And, and you learned you learned to age. I mean, you know, obviously, you know, like you said, this the spandex and poodle hair go away, but you still work on your on on your music if you if that's really what you do. Right. My sec my second recommendation is a, is another longer standing web series. Uh, on YouTube that predates the pandemic, but has kept going in the pandemic. And that's called the True Tone Lounge. True Tone is a company that makes guitar accessories. They make this uh, something called a one spot, which a lot of players have on their pedal board. It's a power supply. They used to be called Visual Sound and they make, they made pedals. They make the the h2o chorus and they make a bunch of other stuff they're called true tone now but anyway they have something called the true tone lounge which is just an in-depth interview with a musician conducted by this guy zach childs who is really cool he has his own web series called ask zach he's a columnist in uh vintage guitar magazine he's a a, a pretty damn good guitarist he uh went to belmont university in nashville where he was in a band with brad paisley and ultimately became Brad Paisley's one of his best friends and his guitar tech for several years on the road, but he came off the road. Anyway, Zach does these interviews and the one that I just, uh, that I just watched, that's a, that's a fairly new one is with Elliot Easton, who I've pimped on this show many times, but it's like a two hour interview with Elliot Easton, who was the car's lead guitarist. And they talk some about guitar things, but they talk about all kinds of stuff like the experiences in the studio and how having, uh, 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 Mutt Lang as a producer was different than having, uh, and I'm blanking on his, you know, the guy who produced the first Cars records, produced Queen. Uh, 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 Roy Thomas Baker. Roy Thomas Baker. Yeah. And wow. he talks about how Roy Thomas Baker got those giant layered vocals like on the first cars album when the good times roll chorus comes in and it goes good times well how they actually did that he talks about the recording techniques he talks about how he composes his guitar solos he's just a nice jewish boy from massapequa long island you know and who ended up being a being a, a great great guitarist um so anyway and there's there's tons of these interviews with all kinds of great musicians in the true tone lounge and they're all in-depth free interviews uh, on YouTube so and on True Tone's website. So check them out. Coolio. All right, man. Well, nice. those are all wonderful. Uh, mine, is, uh, mine is short and sweet. I um, uh, And that's what she said. Oh, never mind. I'm sorry. Okay. Anyway, 
<laughs> Mine is Netflix. Everything's freaking Netflix. I, if I have Netflix and beer, that's all I need. Uh, I'm watching a series that started in 2017. They've got three seasons up. It's called The Center. And uh, The Center. And uh, I'm almost through the second season. Uh, what it is, it stars uh, Bill Pullman, if you're familiar with him. He's a uh, He's yeah. got quite a, a, a range of uh, facial expressions, I might, I might add. I, I just love to watch him when he's acting because he, his eyes are kind of shifty and spooky. But he plays a uh, detective who's got his own issues from his past that are, you know, coming up on him all the time while he's investigating. Each season deals with a different criminal uh and when i say criminal it's it's about people who are regular ordinary people who suddenly do something incredible like just murder somebody and what causes them to do that it's very fascinating and the first one uh the girl is on the beach with her husband and son everything's hunky-dory you know uh she's looking down the way right in front of them on a beach blanket or these young 20-something year olds just you know acting silly and the girl and the guy are like rubbing all over each other and all and then the guy uh, i mean there's four people there but the one guy pins the girl down on the beach and they're all laughing and having a good time but something clicks in her mind and she has been sitting there with a paring knife, cutting pieces of apple off and feeding it to her son. Well, she just goes ballistic ape shit crazy, runs down and starts stabbing the guy and kills his ass on the beach. <laughs> just kills him. And so then it goes into the whole investigation. It's like, it's amazing all the twists and turns uh, that it goes through to explain why she lost it like that and you know in the end you find out that she had a pretty damn good excuse for it really well so in the second one uh i will you know just to set up a 12 year old boy with his parents in a motel on the way to niagara falls he goes to the uh breakfast buffet or whatever brings them hot tea back and gives it to them well they're drinking it and all of a sudden they start both of them the dads in the shower and the woman, they both start convulsing and, you know, foam coming, foaming at the mouth and die. He's poisoned the quote unquote parents. And the whole thing ensues. And it is just, there's like layer upon layer upon layer upon layer. So anybody that likes a mystery or a crime type thing, um, I highly recommend The Center. It's a good. And when I say center, I mean center. All right. That being said, that's going to wrap up that portion of the program. And don't you think it ought to? Um, we're going to play a song, and then we're going to come back and talk about records that have great choruses or at least memorable choruses and less than stellar verses. But this one that I'm playing now has a great chorus and great verses. 
and a guy named Joe Strummer. <laughs> we're gonna oh, play. Yeah. We're gonna play <laughs> "London Calling" by the fucking Clash oh, yeah. from 1979. Oh, yeah. What a great record! Oh, I love it, and I just felt like getting my yayas out. So here we go. Uh, this is the Clash. We'll be right back in just a minute. Spartanburg Methodist College 
and rattle the walls of the dormitory, boy. The only uh, band that matters. That's right. You better believe it. And it was on. It was our band ever since a guy named Sander turned me on to them in college. I didn't know about them. I didn't know about REM, who at the time really didn't. They were putting out singles. I don't even know if they even had an album yet out. But they turned me on to all that stuff and just, oh, the DBs. And, oh, my God, just so many great bands. Uh, 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 yeah. What was the band that did uh, Making Plans for Nigel? What was that? XTC. Yeah, it got me into XTC. And ah, what a great band. But anyway, happy memories. So all that being said, today's topic is songs that have a memorable chorus and less than memorable verses. And we will just go ahead and start. Let's see. I'm going to spin the wheel and pick one. Let's go ahead and do Jim first. All right. Well, as soon as y'all announced this topic, um, something immediately came to my mind because I've always thought about this. And that is to do a callback to the first half of the show, Daryl Hall and John Oates. Now, people are generally of two minds about Daryl Hall and John Oates hereto after referred to in shorthand as Hall and Oates. Either you hate him or, you know, you mildly dislike him. But, uh, <laughs> but you know, if you think of their big run of hits in the early 80s, can you remember anything about any of those songs other than the chorus hook? Oh, I mean, oh, here she comes. Can you miss Watch can, out, boy, right, can, you can you can, can you can you remember anything other than because your kiss, your kiss is on my list? Can you remember anything other than private eyes are watching you? Can you remember anything other than you're out of touch? Can you make any remember anything other than you make my dreams come true? I mean, every freaking song. And like I said, either hate them or mildly dislike them. You got to admit they had those chorus hooks that just kind of made you forget about the rest of the song. Like they didn't even matter because they probably didn't. So, uh, you know, Daryl Hall has proven himself to be fairly cool guy with uh, live at Daryl's house, but he was kind of a, you know, a, 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 a quest questionable quaffed, questionable dressed kind of egotistical show off singer back in the, early eighties, but he could sing. He had a voice and they had those, those hooks that the rest of the song mattered. Not one whit because oh, yeah. they had those Cor choruses. The choruses just jumped and, out of the radio. And let, me, and let me just say, man, not a, not a, not a huge fan of, of uh, his stuff or hauling oats. Uh, again, growing up, you know, we're all around the same age growing up the time that we did, you could not help, but hear it. You could yep. not help but know the choruses, even if you hated them. But let me, I, I would say, uh, and I'm, I'm going to touch on this and then you can get on with your list. But, you know, I mean, that's a that's kind of a style of writing where he, he knew his audience and he knew who he was writing for. And he was he was able to write something that, you know, that that resonated with them. And yep. so, you know, yeah, not my. Would yeah, wouldn't wouldn't make my all-time favorite list, but but no man, those choruses, yeah, you can't you can't not sing them, and even if you hate hate them, you know them, right? 
And even if you're in the, the, the opposite camp of hating them, which is again, the mildly dislike them camp, uh, you, you, you right. still, you, you still can't get the choruses out of your head. Right. I got to admit, I saw hollow notes as, as part of my duties, uh, as a, as a music writer back, back around the time of out of touch, I guess it was. Oh, and they God. were, it was actually, I had a great time at the show. It's back when they had that killer band with GE Smith and T-Bone Walk and Mickey right. Curry on drums. Yeah. Yeah. And they were, they, I mean, they were a great band. They really were. Uh, the songs didn't make the songs a whole lot better, but, uh, but you know, again, the hooks were the hooks. And so, so my, so I, I understand that there's a whole bunch of songs there, but that's my number one pick is just it, everything in the hollow notes hit song cat catalog is a is a chorus that doesn't matter about the rest of the song right my number two is is again a band i've only got two examples but i think this is a this is this is a something similar uh and that is uh learning to fly and everlong by foo fighters i think both of those uh, have monster choruses that the rest of the song you know is there but really it's the choruses to those songs that that matter and you know i have to sit and think about what the rest of the song goes like when i think of the chorus because those are such strong hooks uh so so those two those two foo fighter songs are tied for number two on my list and staying in i'm gonna stay in similar genre for a for a little while my next choice is from the first pearl jam album alive Again, the the verses to that are actually kind of nondescript is probably the best way to describe them. But man, that chorus, uh, which is pretty much just Eddie Eddie Vendor saying, "Oh, I, I'm still alive," over and over. But it is a, a pretty massive hook. That and the the guitar riff that introduces the song, or the really the two hooks in that song, and propelled the song to uh, you know iconic status. But that's that's a chorus that the rest of the song really doesn't matter because you've got that that giant chorus hook, um, and I know his name's not really Eddie Vendor, but they but Beavis <laughs> and Butthead called him that called him that once, and ever since then I've always called him Eddie, Eddie Vendor. I actually caught that when you said it. I was like, "Yep, yeah, Beavis." Yeah, good, good. At least so one person gets Look, my joke. As I feel, Look, I feel, Beavis. I feel great. It's cool. <laughs> He said, bro. <laughs> My next choice, staying with that 90s alt rock kind of thing, is the song Buddy Holly by Weezer. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's yeah. such a, such a, <laughs> a great chorus invoking Buddy Holly and Mary Tyler Moore. And just, uh, you know, <laughs> the rest of the song's not bad, but that is, that's just a, that's just a terrific chorus and it kind of takes over the whole song and you don't really need much more than that chorus to make that it's song. It's a great, cool. great Spike Jones video too. It is. The, the it Happy is. Days video. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. And then my last pick is, uh, is a song that the verses aren't necessarily bad, but the chorus again is so undeniable. And that is, I love rock and roll, uh, you know, in particular, uh, Joan yeah. Jett's, yeah. Joan Jett's version of that song. And we should have made a caveat that the, that the verses don't have to be bad, but that the, the, the right. chorus, that the chorus just outclass, outclasses everything Exactly, else. yeah. Yep. 
Yeah. And that just, you know, that you, everyone knows that song and everyone knows that chorus and the, the verses aren't bad, but just every, everything bows down to the, 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 the not sing along, but shout along nature of that. Of that yeah. yeah that is, kinda, that's a perfect choice, man. So that's that those, those are, those are my <clears throat> five. If you, if you grant uh, a tie for the, multiple songs from the Foo Fighters and Daryl Hall and John Oates. Yeah, everything. <laughs> John Hall and Oates and right. Every that song is they a, ever did. That yes. is a tight, tight list, Jim. That, that is, man. Thank you. You know, we all need to aspire to be as good as Jim. <laughs> well, and people, you know, I get asked sometimes, well, people that hear the show and go, well, the rest of you guys, the rest of you guys, you know, y'all go on and on, and y'all, y'all don't ever really let Jim have an opportunity to go on and on. And they don't realize we can't do that because if we let him go on and on, then everybody will realize how little the rest of us actually yeah. know wow. and put into well, this. And well, I'm not, no, I had, to, I had, I'm not gonna let that happen. It's just, it's just easier to just, you know, block him out. I had There's like also, seven, 75 drummers in my top five last week. So I feel like I've kind of indulged myself. I, 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 I had, used all I had, my chips there's, on there's, that there's, one. There's, there's also the not insignificant issue that Mr. Headbill bills by the quarter hour. So uh, That's not true. I bill by the tenth of an hour. Uh, guys, I, I want to interject something about Jim right quick, okay? I uh, I didn't. He said interject. <laughs> I dreamed about Jim last night. Okay, man. I really don't want to go here. I dreamed that Jim. I don't want to do oh, this. Oh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I dreamed that Jim and I were in a band together and it was rocking. But you know what the name of the band was? Hemp Hell. Hell. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I like that. Okay, like man, that we've got we've got to do a hair metal project. Hip hell, yes. Yeah, we could write songs. We can all write songs for hip, like Spinal Tap. Hell, hip hell. It's, exactly. That I mean, you know, it's like it's, it's got like everything. A, hip. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's like making yeah. a band around a title. It's kind of like the way. Uh, our friend Michael Corcoran used to write articles. He would come up with like the headline and then decide, I've got to write an article around this. I've got to find 50 inches I can say about this because it's such a great headline. So why not make a band at, around, you know, that would have to be, that would have to be a drop D metal band. The one thing, the one thing about the band, the thing about the band we were at a club somewhere we were getting ready to go. I don't remember who else was in. I said, Jim was a guitar player and Jim's thing was he had painted a teardrop under one eye. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Boom. Pretty cool. I'm getting in touch with my emo side. I do have quite a bit of emo in me. <laughs> you gotta ask. Right. And let me and well, Jim actually did used to have of, what, uh, yeah. Jim actually did, State Center Iowa. Yeah. Jim actually did used to have a dean too. So uh, oh two. okay. Yeah. Two yeah. deans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had two. Two deans. And, and when I first met you, you could actually still wear an earring, but that's probably impossible anymore. Yeah, so. I haven't tried for a while now. He's got <laughs> receding. He's got receding earlobes. It probably doesn't go over well in court. Yeah. I've had <laughs> sorry, my now sorry, Billy. Twenty-five years. <laughs> Somebody asked me the other day, "Don't you ever take that earring out?" And I'm like, "This ruby I got in my ear, I have not taken it out in two years for anything." And I'm like, one of these days I'm gonna lose that bitch. But uh, anyway, that uh, next up on the 
big show. Let's go ahead and get, uh, uh, well, I had done mine, but Billy, you do yours. Okay. Uh, and I picked two of mine are soundtracks. And as I was saying in the pre-show, soundtracks are kind of different because the chorus is going to only be the prominent thing. However, I think you got to include anything that was, you know, put out on a soundtrack album because after you float it out there that you're selling it as music and not as part of the, the movie. So, uh, uh, the, fir the first one that I have is, uh, we were talking earlier about crazy heart, the, uh, uh, damn, she's man. I'm all of a sudden having a singer moment. The, uh, uh, uh Stephen Bruton co-wrote, yes. uh, damn, uh, uh, who did the music, the other music for that? T-Bone Burnett? Mm -hmm. I think yeah, he it, 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 This was co-written by those two guys, and it's called uh, Flying and Falling. It was yeah. featured prominent. And, man, the, uh, the, the chorus is great, man. It's a great hook. It's, it's you know, it, it sets up and, and finishes it up. It finishes the, and yeah, the verses, which, but the verses are, you know, like we were talking about earlier, you know, of the don't look down, don't look back variety where that, you know, you, you're making it rhyme and you're keeping it ambiguous enough. It can it can mean whatever, uh, whatever you want it to mean. And and uh, so that's that's the first soundtrack. Well, my other soundtrack movie is uh, and I really it's funny. I really like this song. And to, but turn it down a little when the verses are on and then turn it up when the courses come back in. It's uh. It's from the color of money. Eric Clapton's uh, the way that you use it. Yeah. Good, yeah. good. Mm -hmm. God, yeah. that chorus is so damn good. Yeah. And again, the ver the lyrics in the verse are you know don't look down, don't look back. It you know a variety of nobody the, the the actual lyrics to that are like nobody's right if everybody's wrong, nobody's weak if everybody's strong. <laughs> yeah, and uh. So, so those first two were uh, those first two were were uh, soundtrack from soundtracks. My third one, I'm not a huge Melissa Etheridge fan, uh, uh, although you know when she when she hit it real hard, she, she could rock. And uh, in the in the '90s, she was on the radio quite a bit. She had a big hit. Uh, Would have been about '95, I guess '96. 96 uh, called come to my window that was yeah. just mm -hmm. you couldn't get away mm -hmm. from man what a great hook and she had the perfect voice for it and it was and i was listening to something the other day and it came on and i thought wow i hadn't heard that in a long time and, and i had that that song's actually what gave me the idea to to come up with this particular topic i i never really paid very much attention to the to the verses I thought, man, I'm gonna, I'm gonna listen to this. There wasn't any point. I mean, you, know, <laughs> you, you didn't get, you didn't get any more out of it from listening yeah. to the verses than you got from the "Come to My Window, I'll Be Home Soon" part. That was, uh, you know, there, there just, there wasn't a whole lot there. And, uh, and now I, I only have four, and I was supposed to go last, so I could have made a fifth one. And buff scrutiny. And buff scrutiny. Yeah, so, just, make uh, it, just make one up. 
Uh, okay, and, and I'm not gonna make one up. I have one, but it, it's okay. a it's a little it's a it's a little out of the center, but uh, because a, ca a case can be made that the chorus isn't very good either. <laughs> but, oh. but but it's got a really good hook, and uh, the McCoys hang on, sloop. Yeah, sure, uh, oh, sure, sure. And I'm gonna leave the fifth one blank. I mean, I could take some of the low-hanging fruit that we talked about before the show, uh, you know, the kiss tuning. But yeah, I'm not gonna do that. I'll, I'll just, I'll just leave. I'll leave number my number five spot blank. Uh, and you know, you know who the lead guitarist was in the McCoys? Rick Derringer. Uh, Rick Derringer. Uh, yeah. And the yeah, drummer. You know, for, for that matter, man, we could have went. Where I could. You know what? From rock and roll. <laughs> that's where go, i was man. going with that that's and got the, the best chorus ever lordy mama light my and the drummer was his brother who later became better known as bobby z right, right. uh exactly who played because their last name is actually zeringer with, a z. A lot with johnny winter Ran, i'm sorry not uh that's not right it's uh randy right randy and actually their, their, their last name is actually vendor <laughs> Randy Z, Randy Z. I got the, I got that. But anyway, yeah. Probably Zander's yeah. brother. And yeah. he, and I think he does Christian rock now, right? Who, Randy Rick Z? Danger? Rick Danger. Uh, when he finally when he when he finally cleaned up, didn't he find Jesus? I don't know. I hadn't heard anything about that. It was still rocking either. a couple of years ago. Yeah, I, I, I think, uh, I, I, I think I read that he, yeah, he got born. He was it born like, he did like Mark Farner. Mark Ferner went into that. Too. Mark Ferner. Well, I don't, yeah. You know, uh, yeah, rock and roll hoochie That I had, of course, you know, I say I'd forgotten about it, but. I well, mean, I got to tell you, though, man. Hey, why, wouldn't I, why wouldn't you forget about it? The, the I mean, verses on that were great to me. I thought the verses were great and the chorus, but that's just me. Uh, well, like I said, it, that, I wasn't necessarily saying that the verses are bad, just that the. the do, of course, do, it, it would it it wouldn't be anything without the core, you know. I mean, do you guys happen to by any chance know in that song when he talks about the band called the Jokers? You know whose band that was? No, did they play? Joker, the, the Jokers was Dickie Betts's Dickie band. Betts, oh, in Florida. Didn't they grow up with Joe Walsh? Yes. Weren't they from the same area? Yeah, yeah. yeah they're all from Ohio somewhere. Right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, the Jokers was a, uh, and he's a, uh, Dick, he told one of the interviews I did, he was telling about how that, uh, you know, that Rick Derringer actually wrote that song after he had seen the Jokers as a, way before the Allman Brothers or any of that stuff. So anyway, uh, that's all cool. I, um, let's see, I'm going to do mine and then, uh, I like to always leave Pat for last because he's the king of all media. Well, he's a, he's <laughs> he's the best at man. He he really is the best at shooting in the dark, getting something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. I mean, yeah, really, you can you can absolutely throw him to the wolves, and he'll come up with some kind of thing that saves it. Well, my, so, uh, I, I just I, I give it about thirty seconds thought, and I'm like, the hell with this, I give up. Yeah, <laughs> mine uh, my list of five kind of runs the gamut between alternative <laughs> metal crappy pop music okay <laughs> a little bit of everything well crappy Number pop five, music has a, a 
rich history of this kind of thing. Number five, you couldn't name any song by this band, but it's Bon Jovi living on a prayer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, living on a prayer. Yes. He's talking about the guy used to work on the docks and all about, oh, I'm just falling asleep. And then resistance is futile. Yeah. 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 Yes. Or as will be assimilated. Or as Patrick Stewart would say, futile. The, um, uh, the next one is, oh my God, I can't believe I'm even going to say this. Carly Ray Jepsen, call me maybe. Oh, no. That's oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She, that's a good choice. Brilliant, yeah. brilliant lyrics. Like, I trade my soul for a wish, pennies and dimes for a kiss. I wasn't looking for this, but now you're in my way. But then the All chorus right. kicks in. Hey, I just met you, and this is crazy, but here's my number. So call me maybe. Well, that just locks in your brain whether you want it to or not. And then you just try and purge. You go to the psychiatrist. You pay lots of money just to get Carly out of your head. And it still doesn't fucking work. Speaking of getting things out of your head, my next one is by a great band called Metallica. Yeah, and the song like Enter, Enter Sandman. Exit light, enter night, take my hand, we're off to never, never land. Yeah, <laughs> man. yeah man, I'm going to tell you what. Crank it up. <laughs> you know, you know, like, just, you, you could crack. Actually, if you're a virgin and you listen to this song, you lose your virginity. It's just that strong. I got um, pregnant. I got pregnant the first time I heard it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I understand. I've done the same thing. Um, anyway. If you play it in a Prius, it turns into a 69 Chevelle. <laughs> nice. Wow. Nice. If wow. you play it in a Prius, it turns into uh, yeah. so, super sport. On a simple Absolutely. Note, if- Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Super sport. Yeah. I heard it. Tr- I, it turns into a, a Mustang, a three hundred two Mach one in green. Oh, dude! Wait, really? Yeah, exactly. Really? <laughs> really? Well, you know, in a similar yeah. story, if you uh, if you play uh, any of the songs on my um, Austin Sessions EP that I recorded out there with Jim and Billy, any of the songs you play in him, the car automatically turns into a seventy two Pinto. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's also true, yeah. Right, but that's the magic it, is it, in the, the there's magic in the sauce on those songs. Just right. make sure you don't, don't make sure you don't get rear-ended because if you do, it'll. Yeah. Car and you blow feel up. the same kind of euphoria that you feel when you huff paint. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> the next one on the list, number two, number two, number two. Oh, baby, the boss, Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, he writes some great songs, but. On this one, you're getting, you're getting a look from Patrick. <laughs> this song is called uh, Girls in Their Summer Clothes. Oh, yeah, that's a great song. Yeah, man. great chorus. But then the verses, he's talking about shit like Shaniqua's Coffee, Frankie's Dunner, Burn the Town Down, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, it's okay. It's okay. But when they and the girls in their summer clothes in the cool evening light, the girls in their summer clothes passed me by. I'm like, hell yeah. Well, I'm of course stuck in my head. Uh, the whole song is great, but actually the 
chorus to me is more memorable. He's a very, very, he's a very, very keen observer, very right. detailed observations, but he's basically invisible. It's an interesting character. Yeah, it really is. It really is. Well, it, I think it's, I, I think it's interesting, Buff, uh, that you were able to find a Springsteen thing to put on there. And, and, you know, I was giving Patrick a hard time, but the thing about that is, is the, the topic, you know, where the, the chorus is, outstrips the verses and, and that could be part. the thing about Springsteen is that there usually if it's anything of his that makes it onto a record there aren't a lot of weak points in it anywhere mm -hmm. <laughs> you know mm -hmm. and, and so uh, it, it does it does in fact fit it, it it does in fact fit into our you know our category but it, even with Springsteen even in this category the He's he doesn't write "Don't look down, don't look back" type lyrics. That's, that's right. That's right. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. Yeah. He's, right. He's, yeah. he's like my favorite. Uh, him and Dylan are my two favorite songwriters ever. So anyway, it wasn't easy to call it out, but I called it out anyway. That was not. That was a good choice. Uh, number one. Number one. Number one. By a little band called Nirvana. Smells like Teen Spirit. Yeah, mm -hmm. I had no idea what Kurt Cobain was singing. <laughs> yeah, you had, to look, you, had to, uh, you had to pull the lyrics. Yeah, I had to pull the lyrics up, but the song flat out rocked. And then it comes in, you know, the verses, I can't remember that much. But when it comes in with the lights out, it's less dangerous. Here we are now, entertain us. I feel stupid and contagious. And Here we are now, entertain. A mulatto, an albino, a mosquito, my libido. Yeah, now you're talking. Yeah, when you, know, you start talking about your uh, libido in the same line as an albino and a mosquito and a mulatto, you're doing okay. So yeah, anyway, it's, that that's a it's a great song, great album, but the chorus to me stands out head and shoulders above the rest. Man, and that line "I'm stupid and contagious" is as good as anything written <laughs> yeah. in the history of music. Yeah. The guy, there you go. Yeah, you know, hey, talk about get, talk about nailing the truth in just a few words. I've had friends. I, I, don't, that, mean, I don't mean him personally. I just, yeah, you know. I've had friends whine to me about you know liking uh, Kurt Cobain and like, man, that's bullshit. He he didn't even have any talent. I'm like, are you crazy? Um, man, yeah, he, he had. Yeah, no, man. Lots I, I'm right there with you, Buff. You know what I mean? It's not again, not it's not anything that I bought or listened to in a heavy duty way. But no, you can't deny that the that the guy was talented and a great writer, man. Yeah, man. I tell you, one of the greatest things was the Nirvana Unplugged on MTV. Oh yeah, that was amazing. Well, when they covered uh, Bowie, uh, the man who sold the world. Uh, but I, I told some of my friends, I'd say, <laughs> look, if you're going to talk about people that don't have a lot of talent in the family why not talk about courtney <laughs> i mean the band whole and all that i'm like no 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 no. that's just a personal opinion but i just felt like and i like you say i don't even own a copy of nevermind what uh, no i don't i used to i uh, gave it away i never ever listened. I, ne I never did <laughs> uh, i had it and gave it away and uh i got but go. i had i, I do i do uh still like to pull that up on Spotify and rock out every once in a while, you know, it's good. So anyway, all that being said, that's my wacky list. And now here he comes to back clean up as usual coming in up to the plate. Now 
is Patrick Beach. Thanks, on, Patrick. I, I'm absolutely expecting this list to be interesting. All right, yeah. I'm. Uh, I'm, no, I'm nothing if not interesting. Well, that's one well, description. Yeah, of why that's I'm why I'm you always have to go last. <laughs> <laughs> I'm leading off with a Kiss song that is not rock and roll night. So take that, Billy. I uh, my criteria, the way I frame my thinking was songs that you have to sing along to, shout along to, shake your fist to when you get to the chorus. So. It's not rock and roll all night. It's shouted out loud. Yes, you know, sir. Good choice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, uh, the verses are kind of nothing, and then you get to the you chorus. Got, and this, you got to, you have, got a to have a party. <laughs> Turn that's it right. up louder. Yeah, that's yeah, that's one. right. Man. That, you know that's what? A that good is one. criteria, man. Kiss is kind of like hauling oats, and that you could pick just about any other stuff. Yeah, 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 and. Uh, <laughs> Uh, similar and, and also listen to the live two version because you can hear stuff blowing up on the live version you gotta right. love stuff blowing right up. man yeah. i mean get that yeah. alone <laughs> yeah i agree with and that. moving right along uh a song that is best known as teenage wasteland but it's not called teenage wasteland it's called baba o'reilly, baba o'reilly. Baba o'reilly. yeah exactly <laughs> yeah I mean, who can resist that? Are you kidding? That's, you know, one, of Griffin's, that's one of Griffin's favorites because it was featured in A Bug's Life. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love that. I love that. You just, you, 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 you can't resist that. that. And, and it's also, it's kind of a longish song. So by the time you get to that, that huge payoff, it's just, it's, it's like an orgasm, you know? <laughs> so that's... Oh that's my second one. Uh, my third choice is much more sedate and uh, and similarly irresistible. Uh, a little more of a minor key kind of ballad. South Central Rain, I'm Sorry by R.E.M. You know? That, 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 yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a beautiful song from front to back. But, the, but the, when he says, I'm sorry, that just makes it sore. You know? He's... He's got a great, great vocal on that song. <clears throat> and and to top it off, that chorus is over a D minor chord, which is, yes. of course, the yeah. saddest of all keys. Right. <laughs> it makes people weep of all, of, all, of all possible keys. Yeah. <laughs> uh, not, just, along, not, not just all keys, but all possible, all possible. <laughs> Along those lines, have you guys heard uh, <clears throat> uh, Losing My Religion in a major key? It's a completely different song. It's probably like a bluegrass. Yeah. <laughs> here's here's the song with a great chorus and not such a great vocal. The guitar hook goes a little bit something like da 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 da. I cannot tell you one note of the vocal verse melody, but I can tell you everybody goes. Breaking the law, breaking the law, <laughs> breaking the law, breaking the law. That what a great, a great yeah. choice. Great choice. <laughs> they, had a, uh, really they, had another, they had another tune that was, uh, damn. What was that? Uh, you got another thing another coming. Thing coming. Mm-hmm. That was, yeah. yeah. Was, the whole damn song was just, that, that hook was the only thing mm-hmm. that there was, man. Yeah. yeah. No, good, good choice, Pat. Yeah. And, uh, I think that was four. Yeah, it was. So, so let's go with my number one. Okay. 
boom, here we go. I, I was gonna say I was gonna say I had a lot of fun with this because I was pretty confident that just this once we would have zero overlap, and so far so bueno. Yeah. And <laughs> I get to I get to close, so I got I got to tell you a little story because we we had this hideous blizzard for like uh, you know a week oh, and an ice storm or something like that. And yeah, today's the first day. No, yesterday was the first day in six days we've been above freezing. But anyway, so I was out I was out yesterday, and I. I saw this guy driving around town with a girl I love. And I was like, F you talking about CeeLo green. The oh, song we're going to have to politely call yes. F you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> who, who hasn't been there? Who cannot relate to that sentiment? It's just like, damn it. Yeah. Ugh. That's a good one. There's it's a great a version of that on CeeLo Green's episode of Live at Daryl's House, too. They do that. It's awesome. Yes, I just saw that. And he does a Hall & Oates song or two. Yeah, and, yeah it's uh, really good. And and puts some soul in it. But I, I just think that's a fantastic song. And you just, it is. It's a great it's, song. It, it's kind of a joke song, but it's so, it, it's so universally relatable. I just love it. And it's so simple and such a great kiss-off. That uh, you know, you can't top it. You can't top F you. That's a that's a that's a great song. It's uh, a few years ago. I was driving my daughter and some members of her acapella group to an acapella festival <laughs> in North Texas, and they had commandeered the uh, the the stereo <laughs> in the in the in the minivan, and were playing their playlist. And that came on, and they're like, I was kind of like moving around. They're like, Do you like this song? I said. Well, hell yes. Who doesn't like this song? I like this song. <laughs> it is, yeah, it's fantastic. That's a great choice. And uh, I, I believe he did it when Stephen Colbert still had the Colbert rapport. And instead of instead of F you, he said, I see you driving around a town with a girl I love. And I'm like, Fox News. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Man. There you go. I'm all in. Good list. All right. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Great. Yeah. Everybody has some good stuff, man. It's so weird that uh, to do one where there's no overlap at all. I like yep. that. There was, that was a lot of, a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Yep. A lot of fun. All right, man. Well, all right. So, 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 so next week, your mission, if you decide to accept it, wait a minute. Dump, dump, da, da, dump, dump, da, da, dump, dump. Anyway, your mission, if you decide to accept it, guys. Great rock and roll movies. It can be documentaries or it can be biopics or it can be mo movies that just have a rock and roll kind of thing going on. And uh, I've already got six lists in my head. <laughs> because I'm yeah, I, I, I look at the look on Jim's face. He's making up five lists of five. You know, it yeah, <laughs> I'm going to. I, I'm going to try to keep it. I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to impose some strictures I'm, uh, I'm, on, on I'm, myself on this one. I'm, uh, I'm going, yeah. I'm going strictly with documentaries that I have in my DVD closet. I'm not going <laughs> to, that would take me down to about 40. <laughs> I'm not going to make my list until showtime. And here's what I'll go last. So, cause yeah, cause I, I I thought of like 15, 20, just boom. So, yeah, I'll go last and just take what y'all leave. <laughs> yeah, that makes perfect sense. So, uh, all that being said, we're going to go out today with a song, okay? Uh, this is, is the a buddy. Is good? Well, yeah, the chorus is great. <laughs> Actually, so is the verse. 
Uh, oh hell, I forgot to come back to the hold steady. Uh, Their songs are sing along songs. I, I should have mentioned I should have mentioned Stuck Between Stations by the Hold Steady. Yeah. <sighs> Sorry there, Buff. That's okay. I've been stuck between stations before. I'm I'm Mr. Afterthought yeah, today. That's called only <laughs> one. Mr. Afterthought, you know him. <laughs> Mr. Afterthought. He's a little bit late, but he's always there. Um the uh, the uh yeah, this record is a from a new album uh, by my buddy uh, Tommy Talton, formerly of the Capricorn band known as Cowboy. He's done several solo albums. He's a wonderful singer-songwriter, Tommy Talton. The album is called um, Distant Light, recorded live in a studio uh, with a small audience just him playing acoustic guitar and then on well on about five songs he brings in a guy to play accordion with him nice uh, in, including this the title track distant light he's got uh uh the guy playing accordion with him but anyway it's tommy talton it's called distant light and we're going to play that and you guys y'all take care and i'll see y'all uh see you cats in the sand pile be all good right. boys all right y'all have see y'all good rest of the weekend man bye This is called uh, Distant Light.
my friend Tommy Talton, formerly of the Capricorn recording group Cowboy. And uh, he's done tons of really great solo albums over the past 10 years. This is from his latest. It's called Distant Light. Um, and the song is Distant Light. Recorded live. Um, you know, live and stripped down, you know. Mostly just Tommy and the guitar and on some cuts he's joined by a really great musician playing accordion but it is a wonderful 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 live set it's on the uh, record label crazy chester if you want to check it out uh, i'm sure you can hear it on spotify too but i do encourage you to purchase said cd and anytime you can get hold of some tommy talton music by golly do it but that is going to wrap up the program again for today gosh parting is such sweet sorrow man <laughs> we want to thank our sponsor springer mountain farms chicken fresh chicken responsibly raised on family farms 
man, it is so much healthier for you. Get information or order online at springermountain.com, springermtn.com. For the best chicken, yeah, the best. I said it and I'm standing by it. Program is also brought to you by the Box Masters. I call them that little old band from LA. Uh, they, uh, man, they rock out. They've got a real 60s vibe. And the uh, songwriting is off the chain. Uh, Billy Bob Thornton, better known as Bud Thornton, and his partner, J.D. Andrew, are just prolific songwriters, and they just wrote some great, great songs. There's all kinds of great songs on the album, like Satellite Guy, one called Breathe Easy. I love that song, Breathe Easy. It's all about, you know, when you got a child or, spouse or something and they're away from you they're traveling somewhere or something and you worry about them and when they come back home uh and you can wrap them in your arms and you just say i can breathe easy now so that's what the song is about and also the title track light rays is cool as everything so get the uh, light rays album on vinyl cd or download Get them autographed. You can get all kinds of stuff at theboxmasters.com. Theboxmasters.com. Well, that wraps it all up. Folks, put a bow on it. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. And we sure hope you'll tune in next week. Same bat time, same bat channel.